Hello and welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. I'm Liz and today I'm so excited. I've got such a brilliant episode for you. I'm going to be talking to Chrissy. Chrissy is from the US. She is part of our private membership group on our Slack group, the NZ Ahead Slack group. And she's been living in New Zealand just coming up to a year. And in this episode, she talks all about how she made the move from the US with her three kids and her husband to work as a nurse in Tauranga on the North Island. The reason I loved this interview is because Chrissy gets so deep into what it really feels like to be living in New Zealand. You know, you get so many questions when you live in New Zealand from people who want to move here and they say, what is it? What is it about the country that, you know, that that is attractive? What, you, you know, what is it that, what does that lifestyle thing mean? Why are you less stressed? And Chrissy just, she absolutely nails it with her answers. You are going to love this lady. She also goes really deep into the struggling parts. The She calls it the slump, the three to six month slump that she she experienced while she was, um, you know, while she was trying to come to terms with her new life and who she was. And anyway, I'm not going to go on too much about it because like I say, this lady is, she is fantastic. And if this doesn't want to make you move to New Zealand, then I don't know what will. So I want to say a big thank you to Chrissy for being so open, so honest, so real about what her life has been like in New Zealand this last year. And I want you to sit back and enjoy the show. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. Everything you need to know about moving to and living in New Zealand. There's a whole world here. So nice to be with you again. We call Aotearoa on here, bro. Uh-huh. We are your hosts, Liz and Brian. Amazing New Zealand in the Southern Seas. See, that's where I belong. That's home. Chrissy, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you with me. Thank you for joining me this morning. This in is so fun. I know. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, for those I know you, because I've been following your journey for such a such a time now, um, yeah. you're part of our private community, and you've been living in New Zealand for over a year now, haven't you? Or are you just coming up to a almost year? a year? Yeah, oh, yeah, a couple of weeks, and we'll celebrate a year. Oh, congratulations! And how quick has that year gone? I know, I know, right? It's gone so quick. So I want to explore in today's show. I just because I love it when you you get to talk to people who've been here for such a long time, like coming up to a year, because you really know what it's like now. You know, you you can call yourself a Kiwi now, can't you? Maybe. My kids (laughs) might be more Kiwi than me, but... (laughs) So yeah, I just want to jump in and just find out how you're finding New Zealand, if it was what you thought it was going to be, the highs and lows of being here after a year, and all good stuff like that. So can we just start with you telling me, or telling the audience, who you are and... How come you are sitting in New Zealand chatting to me? Okay. Um, so I'm Chrissy and I'm married to Mike and we have three kids, Jesse, Ellie, Tobin. They're 11, 9, 7. They've all had Kiwi birthdays. Oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, we came from, well, so Mike's originally from South Africa. I grew up in Japan. Uh, we were in the U.S. Uh, we met at grad school. We lived in the U.S. for many years I can't think of how many now and then we were in Washington State uh, Blaine Washington or Bellingham Washington and we'd always just wanted to live somewhere else and uh, 
So we had explored all different places. You know, should we go to be near Mike's family in the UK? Should we go to Ireland? Should we, you know, just try something new? What should we do? And um, New Zealand was always kind of one of those places. I think it's a bucket list place for a lot of people. And especially like, um, like post-election, when Trump got elected, everyone was like, that's it. I'm moving to New Zealand. <laughs> as far away as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the like the thing to say. Like especially like in you know Bellingham, Washington, which is very like a blue state. We're all like, that's it. We're out of here. And so it was like things, something you know you'd like joke about and talk about and stuff. But we kind of like always really like no, we actually really want to do this. And then COVID happened, right? Everything stopped you couldn't plan anything i mean the most we could do was like like after the um january 6th like crazy thing that happened in the u.s then we were like let's get on a boat we could do it <laughs> you know? yeah. escape like all of this but then uh things started opening back up and then um my kids had a really hard thing happen at school we had a lockdown um you know it was their was a gun situation at their school. And it was that night that we were like, that's it. Let's pull the trigger. Let's, oh, uh. yeah, <laughs> not excuse the pun. Go on, carry on something. I'd say, go on. <laughs> yeah. um, let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> you know? And so, and so that night I'm a nurse. And so that night we were like, I looked up how to get a nursing license and we just like started the process. Um, and then, and it took, uh, it took a good while, but I think, I wonder if we hit like a really nice window of where COVID it, things were just opening up and then, um, and so it, you could kind of like things rolled cause we were probably nine months from start to landing. Right. So, which uh, is, is long when you're in it, but then, you know, like, People have people have like worked on it longer and longer than that. But do you think um, that you were a nurse and New Zealand wanted nurses? Is is that what yeah, it yeah, that does help with things. And I think the longest part, like a lot of nurses will you've heard it over and over, the CGFNS. Yeah. <laughs> the they're trying to get your um get to even get your nursing license. That's the longest, like most draining part of it. Um and then it was, you know selling a house and selling all the things and packing up and doing all the figuring out where we're going to sell everything, where we're going to pack everything, where we, which way were we going to go, you know, and then visa stuff and everything kind of rolled. And then, yeah, we ended up here January 1st at 6am. Oh, so a couple of questions I have for you. How old are your children yeah. again? Uh, 11, 9, 7. 11, 9 and 7, which is a great age, actually, isn't it? That's yeah, it was perfect. Over. Yeah. 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 And so is it fair to say that, had you ever been to New Zealand before? No, never. Right. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, what's funny is I don't, I realized, I don't think I'd even ever, I've traveled a lot, but I don't think I'd ever even been to the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that was a brave move then in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was big. We always joke to people that we just like spawn a globe and then stuck our finger somewhere and that's where we went. <laughs> so do you know what? I've heard people say this quite a few times on podcasts when I've chatted to them, but now you've actually made me think 
that this is a real like it's not just something that people said it's a real thing that was happening in the states at the time of all the politics that was going on did people actually say oh stuff this we're going to new zealand we're 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 off to new zealand did they say that <laughs> well around me <laughs> yeah. yeah that was like the that was the thing everyone would say and then also um during covid so new zealand was the only place that was like zero covid right and we were in the thick of it and so even the kids like all knew like it was the talk of like their school that like if we were in new zealand we wouldn't have to wear masks oh. if we were in new zealand you know and so and even for them it was like new zealand's the place to be that's where we should be you know and they didn't even know we were thinking of moving to new zealand Oh, that's so interesting because, but like I say, when I hear people say that, I think they're just joking. But actually, it sounds yeah. like New Zealand was, you know, we we were over there in the states being talked about as this country that was yeah. the escape and like the the great place to come to. You, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm even more interested to find out later in the show if actually your kids and you it it came to be that it was a great place to come yeah, after yeah, yeah. all. <laughs> so, did you leave family behind in the in states? Yeah, so Mike's family is in England, Ireland, and South Africa. Um, and so they, you know, we popped over to see them probably every 18 months or so. We would get over to see them um, in England or Ireland. And then um, and then during COVID, obviously, we hadn't seen them for a good three years. Um, and then my family's mostly in Washington State, right near Bellingham, Seattle, Lummi Island, um, and, uh, got a brother in Nashville and just spattering yeah. around, but mostly near me. Yeah. And how did they take the fact that you were going to leave and take three grandchildren away and, and move to the other side of the world? They've had their ups and downs. I think, um, obviously they all, they definitely understood. Um, my parents had, you know, left and gone to Japan when we were babies, you know, so they like, they know the itch um to go do something different and um i think a lot of them were like well if we could do it we would too um and we recognize the like privileged position that we were in that both of us have a job that is you know like a, a wanted job in other places in the world you know i'm a nurse and mike's in uh, cybersecurity, and so we're both on the green list we could do this and we also were not settled enough that it would prevent us from going but we're also settled enough that we financially can do this you know it's a very it's a very niche you know yes. like area to be in um and we recognize like the privilege of that um and also that like there's this uh you're not escaping anything like we're not like running away from a war you know we're not like it, like you don't have to do this which i which in another sense was a hard part they're like you don't have to go right it's not like it's like you're escaping something nor is it like you know like we'd have like people that we knew who were going to be like a missionary this call of god you know that kind of thing and so it's like you don't have that excuse either it's just we just want to and we just feel like it will be a good life and we want to so it's like they understood but at the same time it was like but why yeah but, you know and so it was this and so th there were some hard conversations of like 
why are you doing this? Like, like you're, it feels like you're running away from us. And we're like, no, we're going, we always wanted it to be that we're going to something. We're not running away from things. Um, even though there was some things we wanted to get away from, but there is everywhere, right? You know what? You've just reminded me because you were that person that kept saying that on the group. I've just remembered because there's, yeah, lots of people giving different opinions and things like that. But I remember what you said really stuck out to me. And it was such good advice that exactly what you've just said now is stop looking at looking at it from what you're running away from and what mm-hmm. you're and change it to what you're going to. And I love yeah. it's just it made perfect sense. It's so true. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, at the same time as well, and I completely understand what you're saying about I think unless you're a not even a traveler. I think unless you're, a, I always say adventurer because you have it in your blood, don't you? You have that thing. Mm-hmm. Where you just want to go and try something else, you know, and you just, yeah. just it's, it never goes away. That itch never goes away. And I think yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of person, it's hard to explain that to someone. And yeah, I hear what you're saying about people thinking, well, why, what's wrong with here? Like, you know, like people would say to us, just move to Wales, just move to Ireland if you want more space. Which is very valid, you know, it's like, at least then you're not going to the other side of the world. Why does it have to be the other side of the world? And it's just hard to explain that to someone, isn't it? It's just, it is. Yeah. It is. And not until you get here do you really realize how far away you're going. Yes. Like, you know, you think, like, ah, it's just a plane ride. But then you get here and you're like, that was a plane ride. (laughs) You know, and, and, um, once we got over here and, you know, slowly our money's changing over to New Zealand money. And then you look at flights <laughs> and then you're like, you look at flights in New Zealand dollars versus US dollars. And we're like, oh, this is <laughs> Probably it's a lot of money yeah. to go visit. <laughs> I know. I know. It really is, isn't it? And then suddenly you're like, this is really far away. <laughs> It's it kind of hits, doesn't it? Yeah, let's, it does. Let's talk about that. So you come to New Zealand. Were you offered a job before you came, or did you find a job when you mm-hmm. got here? Yeah. So I was still back before the green list had changed, and so they so it was a two year to residence um, when I came. So we had to come under a accredited employer work visa, they called it then, um, and so I had to be sponsored by the hospital that I came over with. Um, since then we've been able to apply for residency and now we have residency. And so, um, that's been a nice switch, but, um, yeah, so the hospital sponsored me to come over. Um, I work at a, um, small surgical, um, hospital. It's a private hospital here in Toronto. And, um, yeah, so I was offered that. And so then that kind of, um, made us, we were kind of trying to choose where we wanted to be. We wanted to be on the North Island just because. I don't love snow. And so, yeah, that's <laughs> so <solid. laughs> and then, and we wanted to, what, like Mike grew up surfing, so he wanted to surf again, you know? So we were like, okay, let's go by the beach on the North Island. And then it kind of, you know, filtered down to like, where do we want to be? And then um, so I was also working with the recruiter, Accent Health. And so she kind of said like, here, here, here are great family beachy places and so then I found the job here and then got that job and so then that's what got us here to Toranga. Right 
So you're there in Tauranga and um, how, well, well, we'll jump into how you like it in a minute. First of all, did Mike have a job when he got here or did he have to find work? Once um, he, left? he was going to stay with his U.S. company um, and then uh, randomly um, found a job at the city council here. And so then, so he worked for the U.S. company for about a month and switched over to working for the city council. That's fantastic. That's- yeah, it was great. Yeah. And did you just rent a house when you got here? Well, how did you, what, what did the house oh. look like? <laughs> Tell me about that. So we got here January 1st. And what people told us, but we didn't quite understand was that everything's closed, right? right. <laughs> yeah. So we arrived and Mike has a cousin in Auckland. So we stayed in Auckland for a couple of days to just kind of get our feet. And um, we, cause we borrowed a car from him for the first little bit. And then uh, they helped us drive down here with all our multiple, multiple suitcases. That was another, wow. Like thinking back, right? Yeah. <laughs> cause we sold it. So back, backing up, we sold everything and didn't send a shipping container. Cause that was the other thing about our window of where we came was that um, there was a backlog in shipping because it things had just opened back up and with COVID and everything. So they said, this is like, when we were talking to them, they were like, it's all time high of expenses. We were looking at about $35,000 us to ship a small container over and it was going to take nine months. And so we were like, yeah, that's not, that's not going to work. You know, we'd have to, we don't have (laughs) Mm $35,000 and we would have to, um, you know, buy things, only to get a shipping container later. And our stuff wasn't worth $35,000. So we decided to just pack in a bunch of suitcases and move over. So we did that. So here we are, five five of us, very tired, you know, lugging all these uh, suitcases through the airport. Things are falling over, kids are melting down. And we were like, what have we done? <laughs> If you dream of moving to New Zealand, then you are going to love what I'm about to share with you. 12 years ago, when me and Bri emigrated to New Zealand, we were scouring the internet, trying to find any information that we could about what our life would be like when we got here. And basically all we had was YouTube. So we made this vow. We said, when we get to New Zealand, we're going to create something that we can share with others that answers those questions that you're so desperate to know about, like what is your life going to be like when you get here? And that's what I'm here to offer you today. We have created a five-day free, absolutely free video guide that shows you what it's really like to live in New Zealand. This stuff is unique and it is fabulous. You are not going to find it anywhere else on the internet. And like I say, it's absolutely free. You'll be sent a video every day for five days and you will know what it's like in New Zealand. So head over to the website. It's www.nzahead/free. One more time, that's www.nzahead/free. You are going to love it. Suitcases through the airport, things are falling over, kids are melting down. And we were like, what have we done? (laughs) And then, but but the thing I remember so clearly is we walked out of the airport and I was like, it smells so good here. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. 
heard people say that, but I don't know why, but that was like this distinct memory. I was like, it smells so good. Mm. And then, so anyway, we did a couple days in Auckland um, and then the cyclone started. And oh. so, so we drove down from Auckland to Toronga in dumping, pouring down rain. And then we had an Airbnb here that we were supposed to have for a month. And it was near, nearer to my work. And then I was supposed to start work in like four days. Um, and so we settled in our Airbnb. And then we got in the process of trying to like do banks and AA and IRD numbers and all of this, right? And things are still not open. So it's dumping rain. We're trying to figure everything out. Oh, no. Kids aren't at school. No, because it was January. And so kids are home. Mike's trying to work from the US. I'm trying to go to work. They're, you know, trying to entertain themselves while Mike is working. Yeah. It was it was a couple weeks of like, okay, what have we done? Yeah. It's very green and smells good. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> Just keep sniffing, Chrissy. Just keep sniffing. Just keep sniffing. <laughs> and then you're like, and then we're like, we it's back. You have a washer, no dryer, so you're hanging everything up. Nothing's drying. <laughs> it's like, oh. oh, okay, we got this. But so yeah, it was the. I don't think we had a honeymoon phase. You know, like you come and you get this, like you feel like your vacation. We did. We, did, we missed that. Okay. It was. It was just come right into like, oh, and then we had to look for a rental, which especially in January, I think everyone was looking for a rental in January because school is about to start. You're trying to get into a place, get your kids enrolled and stuff before school starts in February. So we put in like 30 applications to different houses, went to all these, Mike was going to, while I was working, going to all these open houses, trying to get into a place. And to say, it's not been that hard for everybody. This was just yeah, yeah, this is our your experience. experience. And um, uh, our, so on the Slack also is Lisa and Jordy, and then Liesl and Russell. And we all arrived at, roughly exactly the same time so we're all looking for houses at the same time um which is so great because we can like ah another one that didn't work and you know we're like going out to coffee and we're like this is so frustrating <laughs> and then like oh yeah we got a house okay you're just coming soon don't worry you know just oh, support yeah 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 so yeah anyways that we got a house a nice nice house we love our house um, we got we got so lucky, and um, it's in Papamoa, Papamoa Beach, and so we're like, you know, a few minute walk to the beach, mm. and the kids go to a really cute school called Golden Sands, um, and they can just ride their bike or walk over there. Um, we have a little home office for Mike, and then the one downside is that it's about a forty minute drive for me to go to work, so that's right. the. Yeah, but I come home and there's the beach. So <laughs> right on the beach. Yeah, how many bedrooms has yeah. it got? Uh, four, four bedrooms. Right. Yeah. How yeah. long are you there for? How long is your lease? Um, it was a one-year lease, but then they let us. They're letting us stay, so next it'll be month to month. Right. So we're we're planning on staying. 
So from, it is expensive. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just going to, I, I didn't want to be rude and ask, but I'm going to tell you how much we would expect to pay for a four bedroomed house near the beach in Okoro where we live. I'm going to say 12, 1,200 a week. Is that about? Oh, no. No, no we pay 850. 850. Right. Okay. That yeah. gives you an idea. It gives people an idea. Yeah. 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 Being near the beach is interesting, isn't it? How much you're going to pay? Yeah. Yeah. You are going to pay a lot. We're, you know, we're near the beach. We don't, we can't see the beach. Probably, it's like a 10 minute walk to the beach. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, we're definitely, and we're in like a new development area. So all the houses are a lot newer. This one's probably five years old-ish. Right. So that's had its real good perks, you know, of like the, um, the, uh, air is really good. The, the heat wasn't too bad, like in certain rooms, you know, it's so it's like, we've got real good perks to living in a new build. Is it more or less than you were expecting to pay when you were moving over here? Well, you must have had a budget in your mind. Is that more or less? It's more than we were expecting to pay. Um, but I think, I mean, it's comparable to what we would have paid in Bellingham yeah. um, if we were renting. You know, rent is not um, that, but yeah, rent's not that much different um, than what we would be paying over there for this size of a house. So yeah, it's more than we were hoping to pay, but also... For what we get, I think it's, it's very worth it. So you're here in New Zealand. You've got you you now you've got you've got your house. How long did it take you to find your house? Uh, it was about it was about a month, right? Maybe yeah, about a month. That's yeah. Uh, going, go, again, going through it, I bet it just felt like forever. But if someone oh, yeah. you, oh, it'll only take a month. You'd be like, oh, okay, that's not oh, too okay, bad. no but, problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it wasn't good. like we. It was for us, you know, some others have other experiences of like hopping from Airbnb to Airbnb, trying to find a place, you know, for us, we had our Airbnb for a month. And so we actually it coincided just fine. Like we had a weekend overlap to clean the other place and everything. So it worked out really nicely. Yeah. Uh, what was it like? What was it like going to work as a nurse in a in a in a in a different country? Well, how, how were you accepted and how did you how quickly did you fit in? Or have you fit in? Just tell me about <laughs> how, how work is. I think honestly, my job has been the hardest part of everything. Right. Um, it is a very, it's a different specialty than I was doing. So in the US for the last, I've been a nurse for uh, over 15 years and I've done all different specialties. But for the last five years, I was a labor and delivery nurse, which is not even something that they use over here. It's a different system. Um, and so I had to, look into something else because um unless I wanted to reach retrain as a midwife which would be a lot of what I've already been doing and I didn't want to go back to school so um the so I've been in as a theater nurse um which I had experience in the theater but it was all cesarean sections and you know anything to do with obstetrics and gynecology I've been oh. I've done in the theater so all the other things is brand new like I've never done orthopedics I've never done plastic surgery I've never done you know <laughs> like bowel surgeries and all of this and their their system of training is really interesting in that it's kind of a like ah, she'll be right <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got this <laughs> and so it was kind of like this throw you in and watch you try to swim kind of thing. And so that's been like, a, you know, a big challenge for me of like trying to just like learn things on the job and try to, you know, 
ask questions but look like I know what I'm doing <laughs> yeah so just, yeah, so- just to be clear you've been th- you've, you've, you've you're in you're now doing the job that you haven't you're you ha- you're learning on the job as you go you're you're is that right yes yes I'm learning a lot on the job right okay god that must be challenging that would be really- it has been especially when you you know like you've been doing it for a long time and I've got I was at the point where I was very competent and then you come and all of a sudden it's like you feel like a new grad all over again yeah. and so it's a it's bit it's challenging and also very very humbling to like come into this and in and to not be able to utilize a lot of skills I do have but need to learn a lot of different things um yeah that's been a, that's been a challenge yeah so I think that's probably been my little bit of a low Has is it? is job my job but, yeah but there are good perks <laughs> I don't work weekends I don't work nights right so okay that that part has been a big perk since you know I that other option was working like an award or something where I would need to work nights and weekends again which is tough on a family so yeah that that part has been a real but also the health system has been interesting it's been very interesting working in the private health system um and because we do all um besides like they will they will have some dhp cases or some acc cases um that we will do as well but for predominantly these are all insured people who are doing not emergent but elective surgeries and by elective surgeries you know it just means that um they don't urgently need them right now it doesn't mean that they don't need them it just means that they don't need them at the you know right at the moment yeah so it's, it's not like a life or know. death situation exactly exactly yeah. so it's a very unique um it's a unique place to be in because in the u.s obviously all the healthcare is private um but you know you'd have your mix and match of like you'd have some insured people, some uninsured people, some emergencies, some non-emergencies, and you kind of have a mix and match. And so this is really unique that this is just all these, like, it's a very niche, niche market that you're servicing. Yeah. So that's been, that's been very interesting for me to see too. And then just hearing, I haven't had to experience the hospital here, the, like the public hospital, but just hearing, you know, people's talk and the chatter around like the public health system versus the private health system. And yeah, I found it quite fascinating. Why? Like, what are you saying? Just, just the, you know, long wait times and the poor care that you get and all of mm. the, you know, the complaints that happen. Um, but then coming from a place in the U S where, you know, you could, something could happen and you go bankrupt, you know, like to me, it's like, there's trade-offs, right? I know it's not perfect, but, and then like, I find it like, it's been really interesting and good to recognize that there is no perfect healthcare system, like where it, or it's yet to be discovered. And maybe there's there's a lot of like innovation that needs to take place, and that's something that's really cool. There's a new um, uh, like a twenty four seven clinic that's going to open up just around the corner. That's trying some new like innovative like mix of telehealth and 
RNs and nurse practitioners and different things. And so I feel like they're trying. They're, you know, something's like they're they're trying to do something to help the healthcare system in any way that they can. Um, you know, so that's kind of it's cool. Good to see. That's great. And we never we never set out to talk about the healthcare system, but actually it's a no. Really, no, I'm really glad we did. And I appreciate you being so open about it because it's a it's a it's a fascinating subject. And something yeah. so many people are concerned about when they come to New Zealand. Yeah. But what is the healthcare yeah. system gonna be like? Mm-hmm. Um and I can only ever talk about what it's been like to be um and thankfully it hasn't been me that's been a patient, but like my, you know, my 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 father-in-law, um and he did a gallbladder operation. He went, you know, he had a, a, a mini stroke thing. And my mum has now got cancer and she's being treated. So I can only talk from like the service. I don't know if that's the right word. The, the Yeah, yeah. Care, be right. Yeah, the care mm-hmm. that we get that they've each got in the last couple of years. Yeah. It's been outstanding. It's just like mm-hmm. the, like once they're ill, it's just been you know, and I don't mean once they're ill, but that's what people say. They're like, oh yeah, once you're ill in New Zealand, it's you, you, it's fine. You know, you exactly, exactly. Um, and, and like, so when I talk to my brother in the UK, who's also got cancer, he's like, you know, you get, she's getting treated so quickly. The service is so that's great. really good. Yeah. yeah, you know, so from an outsider's point of view, like from a, a receiver's point of view, not someone who works in the healthcare system, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, thank God she's not in the UK with all those weights. And thank God she's not been mm. you know, standing in the car park. And then I think, thank God she doesn't live in America and she wouldn't have an insurance mm-hmm. bankrupt, like you said. Mm-hmm. So there isn't any perfect way, but I think it's, I think yeah. I really appreciate you for, for being honest about that and for shedding light on the other side of it. Yeah. Again, we I've talked to lots of nurses that have moved, from the US are mainly talking about it, saying that it is such a different system. And it is, yeah, it's very it, different. It feels like you're starting right back at the beginning again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this? Mm-hmm. I learned this 15 years ago, you know, it's just, yeah, it must be frustrating. It must be really frustrating. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, yeah. And like getting recertified in things that, you know, because uh, some, some things that we like learn and do just immediately in school and out of school, like nurses would get learn on the job here. It's kind of, this is maybe a broad generalization and could be different, but they, so then you need to get recertified when you're a nurse in these specific things. And so having done that for 15 years and then trying to get recertified, it, it is very, yeah, it's humbling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, Brian didn't call it humbling when he was climbing into the septic tank after he'd been a after he'd been uh, a plumber for like yeah. thirty years. And it's like, yeah. it's like you come yeah. over and it's you're gonna have to start again. And I think it's a really great thing for people to be aware of, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's so I appreciate you you, you yeah. talking about it. And then, but then it's like I, I have to. I would keep having to remind myself that there were people that I worked with in the U.S who were full-fledged nurses and doctors in their country, they came over to the U.S. and they were placed at the bottom. You know, they were starting as like, you know, healthcare assistants and, and you know, they had to like work themselves up into being nurses and doctors. And how much of, you know, like humbling and unfair was that you know yeah. and like here it's like I'm complaining that I just have to be recertified to you know <laughs> and so like I just I kept having to I keep having to put it back into perspective of you know like 
they fully acknowledged my license. They fully acknowledged my, um, you know, my work history and my education. You know, it wasn't like I had to like start all over on everything again. But I, but in another sense, there were a lot of things I had to start all over again. You know, yeah, so, yeah I understand balance. And like you say, and it's it's great to know that 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 happened in in America as well. Like people would come mm-hmm. over and be trained, and they're they're going back down to the bottom of the ladder. So mm-hmm. something to be aware of. And I just uh, I think yeah. that you know it's important, isn't it? So yeah. you come over, you've got your job, and 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 the kids are now in school. Mm-hmm. Is it has the last year living in New Zealand, living in Tauranga, has it been everything that you wanted it to be? Apart from like I don't know you saying about your job, but has it been worth it? Has it been like, wow, yeah, New Zealand was that place that everyone said that, that you know, it's the paradise of the world. How, tell me about, <laughs> tell me what the last year has been. Like, you know, what's yeah. highs and, I mean, the low maybe is your job, but I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I think so now going to like being in almost a year, like we just like stop and, are like, I am so happy. I'm so content. I feel so peaceful. And both of us and the kids, like we just, we're so happy. And like all of a sudden you'll get this like, like, is this my life type (laughs) of feeling? You know, like you spend the weekend, you spend the weekend at the beach and then you come home to your own house, you know? You're like, is this really my life? And we get that so often. And I think the biggest thing is just the peace. Um, we feel like our stress has completely dissolved. And I mean, not completely, that's an over-exaggeration. Our stress is way less. Yeah. Um, I was explaining to someone the other day that there's still highs and lows, like day-to-day highs and lows. But I think like I'm now riding like up here, highs and lows, you know, where I was like down here, like I'm now like highs and lows up here. Like the general, like, like the general wellness is up higher. And others of our friends have said the same thing. Um, I, that is so coming th- that where we are now, I would, I have to say for people that are still at the um, three to six month, that was hard. Like mm-hmm. three to six months was a hard time of not like, I want to go back or I want to leave or I don't want to be here. It was just like, I mean, I had like identity crisis type of feeling, you know, like who even am I? Like what, you know, now I'm not the same kind of nurse I was. I'm like, like mothering in a completely different way because my kids have so much more freedom. They're at a different type of school. They're like my involvement in there. Everything is a little bit different. Um, you know, like, I don't know what I like to do and don't like to do anymore. <laughs> you know, just this, like, you know, I don't know. Like I used to like grocery shopping. Now I don't. I used to, you know, like it was all these things that I'm like, I don't even know who I am. And so, yeah, there were just like crisis moments. And I think moving to a totally different country and changing your whole life, it's like you have an opportunity to, like re-evaluate and reshape things. And it's hard work, really. And you're looking at yourself and you're like, like, man, I thought I was a lot more social than I actually am. 
And then realizing that like, I'm actually more quiet than I realized. And that's okay. You know, I guess it was just the like, my family and good friends around me that brought out this like, bubbliness. And I don't have to have that all the time. You know, like I can be my quiet self and that's okay. And so it was just this like, just a, yeah, a big process for me during that three to six months. I know there's been people who have um, recently on Slack been talking about like um, the newness of everything. And that was huge for me too. Um, I remember I was like sitting in the um, living room folding clothes and I was listening to the podcast with Nikki. And she said something about like that she had this moment where she just kind of like broke down and was like, you know, as much like she loves being here as much as she loves it. You know, she broke down and she was just like, I'm so tired of things being new. And it was like at that exact moment, I was feeling the exact same thing. I was like, today, I don't want to do anything new. I don't want to see anyone new. I just want to do everything the exact same they've always done. I want to go shop at Trader Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to go to Tesco's. Yeah, exactly. But you have those moments, right? And I think it's like, for us, it was just like, okay, like in those moments, I, I would do that. I would just be like, I would take the same route to the same store, go on the same walk, wouldn't do anything different. And it's like, and it would help. And I just like, I journaled a lot during that time. I was like, I did, took a lot of beach walks was really like a like healing time and then just like yeah just a lot of compassion for like yourself and recognizing how much you had just gone through and what you had just done and what you had just experienced and just like you know letting yourself feel the different things like it's okay to feel right I can feel sad today I can feel like lonely I can feel all these things and that doesn't mean this wasn't a good idea it just means you're feeling something right do you know I could not have I can't ever imagine putting that more perfectly than you've just put it you have Mm. just summed up absolutely everything well certainly what I was going through 14 years ago and to be honest I bet what everyone is going through and you've nailed it when you said about the change thing because it is it's Mm. like who am I like, you know, what, what the, oh, yeah. I'm not even going to say it again, because you said it so perfectly. And I was just talking to Lisa. I've just done a podcast with Lisa, who also oh, yay. is a member of our community. And she lives in Tauranga and she cited you as being her best friend, actually. She said, yes, we're me and Katie are so close. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking and she was saying something about the same thing about not only that, not only have you gone through this massive reinvention, transformation, just completely different way of life. Um, but you feel guilty if you say, I am not, I'm lonely or I'm having a hard time, Exactly. you know? And so you've got yeah. that added thing because yeah. in your mind, you've got this little finger wagging going, well, it was your choice. You yeah. know, you didn't have to do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. You live in paradise now. This is what it looks yes. like. And it's just yes. like, oh, it's even worse. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like, you should be happy. Yeah. This is, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And you have this guilt. It's like, and like, I couldn't talk to people back home, right? Because they're, it's like this feeling like I should be happy and they're expecting me to be happy. And that's why we came. But yeah, no, that was like having people who are like, had done the same thing 
and we're all feeling the same way. And, oh, today's a hard day. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, man, makes all the difference. Yeah, that, that it, it, you really need those people around you, don't mm-hmm. you? And this is what we yeah. always say. It's like, just don't do it alone because it's too hard on your own. It really is. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you you need that, and we and we will get to the Slack group and talk about that and the community and how it helped you. How did the kids did the did they slot straight in? Was there any problems with them? Or tell me about the kids. They had no problems. I one of the things that I like uh, like love like I wrote down a list of like things that I like like about being here. One of the things on there is uniforms. Oh really? <laughs> Okay, so here's my thing with uniforms. Kids want to, kids don't actually want to be unique, is my theory. They want to fit in and they want to be a part of a group. They want to belong. And one of the things that uniforms does is immediately they go to school and yeah, they're a new face, but they look the same as everyone else. And for my kids, it was, that was huge for them because yeah, they have a, you know, slight different accent, but there are so many accents. I mean, they, that was one thing that we, uh, like one of the things that we were wondering about with the kids was like, was their accent going to be, you know, big deal, but no, there's, I mean, there's South Africans, there's, you know, Scottish and British and, uh, you know, there's like tons of Asian kids and there's like people from everywhere. So everyone has every kind of accent. So no, they have absolutely no problems with anybody saying anything about their accent. Um, but they do put on a Kiwi accent at school. Oh, do they? <laughs> yes, yeah. they do now. I can hear it when they, it's when I'm at school with them or when they first come home, it's cute. Um, but that was huge. Like they just kind of, and Kiwi kids just kind of enfold are like, even um even my oldest like in year six at at 11 it was like hey do you want to be my friend do you want to play with me do you want to and so they kind of just felt enfolded right away and i and now it's funny because they have just all the normal kid problems (laughs) which is good you know like my nine-year-old girl like oh man there's so much friend drama so much is that just just normal you know yeah (laughs) like not anything unique to having moved or anything so I think it was the first month or two it's like man you have to have so much grace for your kids they're like not themselves and it's understandable they just moved them to a whole nother country and they put them through this massive transition right and they're just like they were just at each other and they were, you know, like they would have big emotions and little outbursts. And you're like, who are these children? Like what, <laughs> what has happened? And like, have I done something terrible because they're like this? And then now, and then they just kind of settled into life and settled into themselves. And they're so free and happy and, content and they can ride their bikes anywhere this is a huge difference from the u.s at least where we were and here of like we wouldn't send our kids anywhere by themselves not to the park but we wouldn't even let them play outside in the front without watching them really um 
Yeah. And it's like, there's like, they would ride the bus to school. Um, you know, but you'd stand at the bus stop, wait for them, get on the bus, be at the bus stop, make sure they get off, you know? And like, um, we couldn't go into their school. We could, if you were going to go in, you'd have to just wait by the office. They'd bring your kid to you. Like there was no like roaming around the school here. It's like, I just freely walk on to the school, grab them from their class. If I need to sign them out, just like sign them in late, sign them in whatever, <laughs> you know, they ride their bikes to the park. They ride their bike to their friend's house. They, oh, it's just so, they have this sense of like, just such uh, independence and responsibility um, that is, it's so good for them. Was it hard yeah. for you as a parent to just let go of that, to like go from being there by their side constantly to just knowing that, I mean, what was it like the first day that you just said, go on, you ride on your own to school, off you go. Were you just terrified or was it hard? You know, it, it wasn't for me. I grew up in Japan and we would ride trains by ourselves. We'd go everywhere, you know, as a kid. So to me, it was like, this is childhood. This is normal. Mike grew up in South Africa. It was much harder than him. Yeah. He, he was like, like, you know, followed them to school for a while. <laughs> so for him, I think it was a little harder for him um to make that transition but he loves it too and yeah we we love the freedom that they have I'm so happy they've settled because that's the that's the one thing isn't it if your kids are happy mm-hmm. you're happy that's all it that's yeah. all it matters like you know it's just yeah 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 just let your family be happy and and I've got to say you just seem so incredibly happy but so going back to that three, six month period, you're now saying to me that your stress levels, you still get stressed, but it's up here and you can't believe it. And you look around, what's the one thing? Because this is a difficult question to answer when people say, what is it? Like, you know, why New Zealand? What no, is- what- I know. Can you answer that, Christy? What is it that's making you so happy? Uh, probably just because it smells so good, right? <laughs> <laughs> just go around sniffing everywhere. <laughs> You know, I, and I think I said this to somebody on the Slack the other day, but I think it really is true. The, what we feel is there's like, and this is just probably just a piece of it, but we don't feel judged or like people are watching us or like we're trying to meet up to some certain standard. Like there doesn't seem to be a standard. Like, I don't know if that resonates with you too, but like, like when we first came, like one of the examples is when we came, we're looking around, um, it's like, you know, we're like, say walking around the mall or something like that. I was looking for like a fashion sense. There isn't. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Gumboots and that's it. Not, not like a, like in a bad way, just in a way that like, there's no specific. So like, uh, like in Bellingham, Washington, right? Like we needed to look like we were ready to go hiking, do yoga and go paddle boarding and have a business meeting all at the same time. You know, you're wearing your Patagonia little coat thing and your flannel shirt. And then you're, you know, it's like there's a specific fashion, right? And if you're outside of that and like on a certain day, like today I want to look like I do yoga. Ta-da! You know, <laughs> today I want to look like <laughs> so there's these like there's these so fashion sense. Yeah. At, but here I'm like I can wear whatever I want. I can 
wear shoes if I want or not. I can, you know, so it's that, that's just an example of like, like I can put my kids in all the activities or none of the activities and nobody judges. I can, you know, like, so my kids do karate, swim lessons, uh, surf lifesaving. Um, we played soccer when it was soccer season. Like you, and so it's like, those are, there's everything available, but you don't have to do them. Yeah. You know, there's and like, like, I think that's the, like, it's like this, I'm not trying to keep up with anyone. I'm not trying to map meet a standard of anything. Like I just like jobs, for example, like if you can pay your bills, it doesn't matter what job you have, mm. you know, they're all the same. It's just the matter of like, can you live in the house you want to live in and do the things you want to do? Like you can be, you know, you can work at a kitchen store. You can yeah. be a nurse. You can be a doctor. Like they're all the same. Mm. And it, it is like when people said that, like, you'll like, know somebody for a long time and not even know what they do it is honestly true yeah. like I you know like I played soccer with people for like six months and then like all of a sudden found out that she's a police officer I'm like you're a what <laughs> you know <laughs> like like but in the U.S. it was like them, you know what they do and yeah. then they're automatically in this hierarchy of you belong here you belong here and like and then therefore you drive this car and your kids do this activity and this is the area of town that you live in yes you know yeah <laughs> right yeah and there isn't that no like we it's like we like you find out you know like I found out recently that a good friend of mine it's like I didn't know that she has a PhD and she's a psychologist like I have yeah. no idea she's just my kid's friend's mom you know and like yeah, I think so true. That's not one thing to put a finger on, but it's this broad like like of pressure. Yeah. Is what brings your stress level down, right? You are a million percent right. You're so right. Absolutely. Because that does bring with it so much stress. Like you say, mm -hmm. well, am I driving? What am I I'm gonna look there? I'm like, shall I tell them I'm doing this? Oh, I I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. And you've just again, you've you've just perfectly nailed it. it it's so true and that's why you don't have that stress feeling because you're not going yeah. to the door thinking oh shit do I you know do I look okay or what will they think when I meet them yeah. and tell them I'm a homeschooler and I haven't got a proper job like you what are they going to think they don't think they don't care they don't even yeah. ask you they don't care they no no they don't and it's lovely. yeah it's lovely isn't it oh and your so kids magic. can be just like mismatched no shoes and like yeah. Uh, like the first time we did go to a store and my kids forgot shoes, I was very nervous. I was like, what are people going to think of me? Like, my kids look homeless, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then you walk in and you're like, oh, there's actually adults walking without shoes. Like, I'm the least of their worries. They don't even notice. They don't care. They don't notice me. No. The other day, though, I still struggle going into a store without shoes on, but we were on our way back from the beach and I ran into the bakery without shoes on and I felt a bit naked. Like I thought everyone was staring at my feet. <laughs> so it's still a work in progress. For yeah, me, but... yeah. 
Oh, I think that's okay because I don't go around bare feet. It hurts my feet when I try and walk. Sometimes I try and be cool and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just going to walk to the beach in my bare feet. And it's flipping killing me. The little stones, I'm just like hobbling along. I don't know how people do it. I think you must have to grow up doing it. You do, you do, right? Into it. Yeah. We're always like, brave feet, brave feet, brave feet, brave feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, before I let you go, tell me about your the, the, the community within the Slack group, because I know that you wanted to talk about that and you said about oh, you know, yeah. how much, uh, well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to ask you to talk about it. So tell me about we it. Lo- we love our group. We have such a good little group of friends um, all on account of the Slack. Um, so we're very thankful. We joined the Slack I don't even remember. It was like way at the beginning of when we were um, trying to come over here. And man, to just like connect with people and be like, you know, ask questions and then just, and then the whole like CGFNS, like getting ever, like all moaning about it together is very helpful. <laughs> um, and then, and like the numbers, like someone would be like, hey, here's a backline to the CGFNS and then send it your way, you know, and you finally get through to somebody, you're like, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, but during that, then we um, connected with Liesl and Russell and then Lisa and Jordy. And they were all, we were all going to be um, landing in Toronga um, in January. I think Lisa might've come just a little bit before us. They were up in Auckland for a while and then came down. So we all, in fact, uh, Liesl and family and our family arrived here like the same day and so we were still in the airbnb and we like had them over and then we met up with lisa and her family at the beach and it was just like we were like clicked and like the it was like we understood each other we knew each other and we knew the same people you know that's always funny because we're like so we'd be like oh did you read what someone else wrote yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> but when you have that like <laughs> it's like somehow with like talking like knowing the same people you feel closer um so yeah we so then we started we were like able to be each other's like um you know emergency contact people and hey can I put you down that you can pick up my kid if you know, I die or, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so like we were that. And then we'd just like, we'd get together, like we, like we'd have coffee and then we, everyone would come over for dinner the next Friday. And then like all birthday parties and everything were together for that first little bit when we have no friends and family. And so, you know, it's like, you know, we'd like throw a, like a Kina, you know, her little like three-year-old birthday party and we all go, you know, it's like, Please. and then we like had like the other slackers join like in that um so brianna and david came and they like are just like joined right in and then stevie and aileen and they you know joined right in and um so we've got this nice group now of like all these like yeah people that we can call if we need anything like the other day or i had to work early and mike is out of town right now so i'm like Stevie and Aileen, can I drop my kids off at your house at 7.15? Can you take them to school? Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> like, yep. And then, you know, they'd be like, can Robbie come over to your house afterwards? So it's like, as you're building other community and like or with your kids, school friends and everything, it's like, you've got these people. Yeah. And also we realized, um, we were talking about like, just having somebody that you can be like, hey, we're, you know, driving over the pass to... Hamilton for the weekend um we'll let you know when we get back 
just yeah. like that there's like otherwise who knows if you even made it back right? Yeah, when you don't yeah. have that like family or people that you check in with and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, Lisa and Jordy were going off on a hike and they're like, okay, here's our itinerary. This is when we're going to be back and I'll let you know when we're home, you know. That's great. That's so great. It's been, it's been huge. It's been yeah. really, and being in this, like being able to talk, like I said, about like, Hey, today's a hard day and they understand. And they're like, you know, or like, hey, today I'm missing my dog, you know, and like today I'm like my, oh, when Lisa's um sister had her baby, that was a hard day, right? Yeah. And then it's like, there's someone who understands of like, hey, I cried today because I miss this, yeah. this is a big deal. And yeah, yeah, that's huge. Because when we so think it, go on, go ahead. No, no, no you go. No, I was just going to say when we when as much as we wanted it to be a place that had information, you know, there's you 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 want to know about packing. You want we've got so many channels within that Slack community, the private community, and it's you know like, but what we wanted more was that feeling of support and community mm. and just to be able to chat. And I remember talking to Lisa in Belgium about it, and she said, you know what, Liz? She said, I haven't got anyone here that I can talk to about moving to New Zealand. Mm. They don't. Mm -hmm. She said, it's just yeah. a true subject. It upsets yeah. them. They want to, you know, they're in denial. Oh yeah, you were saying you go to New Zealand, but you're not really going to go, are you? She said, but so just uh, have that place where yeah. I just go online and everyone in that group was going through exactly the same as me. Mm. So it starts at the very beginning, doesn't it? And yeah. Yeah, it does. build and grow. And then now to see you all guys, just you know, I saw that you went to the South Island together on a big girls trip. And it oh was yeah, that was so cool. That was the best. Oh, and I think that too, like yeah, and like we we want to do another one. We're like planning it because that was the best. It's like all of a sudden you have fifteen ladies who just oh. left their partner or kids at home, and you're all together and you all like know each other, yeah. right? Because yeah. you've like spent the last year to two years plus yeah. together and then and like for all of us it was like this we just like immediately were able to like go into like deep conversations it wasn't the surface because we know you know yeah. why they're here what they do what like you don't have to do that anymore you know you're talking about like deep things of like oh this is hard this is good this is wonderful this is you know oh yeah. well that was one of the best weekends that was oh, so I'm much fun so happy to see that no it's yeah fantastic. and I just want to say thank you to you for being such a fantastic supportive community member and oh, just thanks. and just we've loved you know we love having you in our in, our, in the group Chrissy thanks, just I love support. it and thank you for being so open and honest and and I know I keep saying this using this word but just nailing how you oh, come to New Zealand because it is. It's hard to put your finger on it, but you have somehow managed to get it right. Exactly. A hundred percent. Right. It's like, that's mm. how, well, that's certainly how I felt. And I mm. bet when people are listening to this, especially the ones that are already here, they're going to be like, yep, yep. That's, that's, how, it. that's yeah. how I was. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, it's definitely so much ups and downs. And my, you know, you all, you guys always say it's no utopia. No. Like, like we were saying, healthcare system is, you know, has its flaws. It's very, like, there, there are hard things about every aspect. Like, the school system has its flaws. Like, academically, it's, like, it's 
you know, not what I thought it was going to be. You know, there are all these little things that it's like, but every country has that, right? It's not, you can't come here expecting that it's going to be perfect or perfect for you, right? Like you have to, you like, you come here, like, just thinking that this is like, this is what you want to do. And it's like, like it, and this is like, and you're willing to sacrifice lots of things for a lot of things that you're going to gain, Yeah, you know? And I think like for us, it definitely, like what we wanted to gain was less stress, the beach, freedom, um, and, and just a slower pace of life and like, you know, and something new, an adventure, something that like just made it feel like just a little, like, you know, a little excitement and try something different. And we got it all. Well, looking at that gorgeous smile on your face, I reckon you're, you're so happy that you're in New Zealand. Just we are. We're happy. Yeah. I'm so yeah. smelling. <laughs> just <sitting around> everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Now everyone's going to, who lives here is going to go outside and like, what was she talking about? No, we, I know they what she's talking you about. You know, right? Yeah, it's 100%. Nice. Yeah. Like, like, I'll be like on my way, like walking into work and I'll be like, why does it smell so good? Yeah, it just smells like New Zealand. It just yeah. is. That's all you can say. You've just got, it just yeah. smells like New Zealand. And the light as well, you know, that you, you'll notice it more when you leave and then come back and you're like, oh, there it is. Just that clarity of light. It's just. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Yeah. So, and rainbows what the yeah, yeah I'm like I have seen more rainbows in this last year than I think my whole life oh I know I'm like there are just so many rainbows yeah <laughs> just think if you were listening to this and you got little kids and they're like we're going to this brilliant perfect country with loads of rainbows that's and mommy's gonna have an identity crisis yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. oh and thank you for being so honest oh uh, yeah thank you um I'll so talking to until you. next time chrissy i'll speak all right you. thank you so much for joining me thank you okay thank you bye bye Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. We have loved having you here with us. If you love this week's show, please share this with your friends. Send it to anybody you know that wants to think about moving to New Zealand and get on over here yourself. And tell them how brilliant it is as well. And also, if you haven't signed up for our free five-day video guide showing you what life is like, really like, in New Zealand, then go over to the website and sign up. You are missing out. This is brilliant. Go over to www.nzahead slash free and we will send you five days worth of videos about what life is like in New Zealand. You are going to love it. So one more time, that website that you need to sign up for the free five-day guide is www.nzahead/free. So we're going to see you next week. Until then, have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Say bye again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ha 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 ha.